This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast, featuring Colt Eastwood and Mag, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox newscast. Everybody, this is the XTC Podcast. I thought since um, I just made this trailer, I thought I would just play it for you on the air. And that was um, the future of Xbox. We've got a lot coming. We are literally sitting here. Mag and I are sitting here waiting for the ABK <laughs> FTC decision. Welcome to the podcast. Mag, how are you doing on this crazy oh, business and news time? Oh man, you know what? I'm doing great. You know what? We got a we got a good show. Listen, not a whole lot of news. I know a lot of people out there disappointed because we didn't get the news. That, you know, uh, not we. Everybody didn't get the news that they want. They expected by today or at least by Friday or something. Uh, it did not come. So it could be a while. Who the heck knows? Could be tomorrow morning. Could be an hour after the show's done just to bother us. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but anyways, it doesn't matter. We're here. You're here. The chat's here. Let's have some fun. Let's talk about games. Let's do something. Yeah, let's let's actually do something because I feel like let's we have we've been waiting. Like I thought Thursday, uh, I, I was trying to make plans with a friend of mine. I'm like, uh, you know, the, some big might happen here Thursday, and I'm like, oh, it might happen Friday. And then um, I'm glad you said that about when it could happen because I've been looking into the. Well, we'll talk about it a little bit today. I've been looking into what's going on, and the decision could literally come out like in one minute. It could come out sometime during the show, or it could come out, if you're on the West Coast, it could come out just before midnight is probably where it's coming out. I don't think it's coming out Tuesday or Wednesday because that would mean they've asked for an extension. I don't think we're in that situation. We'll talk about it. Thank you, everybody, for being here on the show. We might have a shorter show. We've got some stuff we want to talk about. There's some quirky topics, but as far as video gaming news, 
as far as like generalized news that maybe you're not so interested in anyway, there really hasn't anything been going on. But before we get started, let me read out the listing uh, of the channel members and Patreons as we kind of roll people in uh, and, and Mag will stretch out because he's had a crazy day. Thanks to Mark Carwall, KY Bob, Assassin, Lupa, Jazzy, New Brick, Fallon, Jason Luan, Moby, Lord Sin Eater, William Riggs, Farscape, Matt Houston, uh, Chance Wolf, uh, KY Bob, Udonic Gazada, Suicide King, Assassin Lupa, Robert Jackson, Dante Moody, Betamax, Dark CMF, Gaz, Fox Storytelling, Zenner White. I've, I've got to fix this list. It's getting it's getting out of hand. Uh, i got to fix oh. some mistakes in here. We got it, though. Devario 2, Gaming V, Simcoe, Assassin, Poochie Dub, Hargeet Chani, TK Chillin, Raiden Blade, Cute Perspective, Risk It for the Biscuit, True 77, Micah Ford, Red Source, Quinn's Harmony, Attitude Deer, Pesky Krogan, Pen Pineapple Pen, Trail Roberts, Mac Bound, Meat Puppet, Neil B., Xbox International Podcast, Red Wolf, Alan Adeltry, Gamer by Choice, Jedi J Goalie, Rippin, Highlander, Techno Caveman, Fire 71, That Blue Number, Kung Fu Hot Dog, Silent Cypher, and Uncle Chowder. There we are. Uncle Chowder and Kung wow. Fu Hot Dog, two of the finest names in the business, I got to tell you. Listen, I see somebody in the chat is already saying like, oh, Colt, look at that shelf behind you. Xbox must have passed you that check. What are you talking about? Look at the arcade behind me. Phil Spencer <laughs> bought all those machines for me, okay? And that's why I smile and take pics. <laughs> anyway, I was listen, living in a it, van down by the <laughs> river before uh, Phil Spencer passed me that check. Um, yeah, you know, let's let's talk about it. Um, sure. All right, I'm trying to figure it out here. Uh, the Starfield control over here. Yes, Xbox and Bethesda sent that, Jimmy, uh, for doing coverage and being at right. the, uh, the event. Um, the there You see the brown controller? I, I'm, I'm, it's kind of tough to see here, but that's an Age of Empires 2 controller they sent me for the launch, and they gave me a review code. And uh, there's a Forza Horizon 5 controller. Yeah, so... They're bought and paid for, you know, a few controllers. They're amazing. Well, Absolutely amazing. I've got a but... bunch behind me. I mean, you can't really see them. You can just sort of see the outlines. That That's like half. I've got a whole, I got a whole collection of controllers. Because, I mean, this is my gaming mecha room, right? So this is where, this is my podcasting station as well as my gaming center, right? Arcade room. And mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I've got tons of controllers here. However, uh, I got most of them um, purchased or came with a console. Or um, I actually got a bunch from, like, random like winnings from like youtube channels and stuff like that like just people sending me controllers so i had uh i had two two or three uh controllers sent to me uh from different youtubers so it wasn't from xbox executives it was from different youtubers sending me stuff saying hey thanks for your support and all the help and this and yeah that, blah, blah 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 and whatever so i had people sending me stuff but other than that uh yeah yeah I, what just be careful, Jaffe. You'll make a video. I've done a video with J i've done a <laughs> podcast with jaffe and you know the funny thing is for a guy like me I got three words in in an hour. The guy does not stop talking. He's a hit of it. It's like he was doing an auction for a friggin' cow. It was like, <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, and that's, maybe. That's, and that's like, how you are sometimes. Tony. And I, I, I watched the comment section when we, when we post the show. And people were like, man, Meg talks 100 miles an hour. The next person's like, Colt, you cut off Meg too much. I'm like, I do? It's my show! No, and then. Man, I really love having you here, Meg. Like, we have so much fun. You and I are fighting for words. We have a lot to say, right? And yes. I hope you guys enjoy the show, regardless of uh, how Meg and I uh, try to get a word in edgewise against each other. But when you got somebody like our age, right, the geriatric podcast, you got a couple guys sitting on the porch, you know, or sitting in the park, feeding pigeons, trying to talk gaming like it's bound to be 100. See, I already did. I already over-talked you. 
But well, let, see, and here's the thing: behind the scenes, Colt and I really, really dislike each other greatly. So the dynamic on screen—I <laughs> couldn't get it out. I couldn't get it out without laughing. Uh, yeah, the dynamic on screen is so much more electric. Uh, anyways, in all seriousness, let's get into the show, Colt, and uh, be be uh, be sure to cut me off several times during the show. <laughs> yeah, same same for you, man. Uh, let's Sorry, let's Dave. do let's do talk about David Jaffe. I really, really, really like David Jaffe, and I always thought he was totally quirky and crazy and i was right like he is so funny and we both had the privilege to be on podcasts with him he is just he is just fun rolled up into a nice little uh, ball of of greatness and you know he, he says some wacky stuff and we all say wacky things but he was serving around about way accusing lord cognito of maybe not having the right amount of integrity or being able to be bipartisan or non-biased by taking pictures with Sarah Bond. And this coming from a photo of him taking pictures of Sarah Bond at Xbox Fan Fest, where the entire point of the Xbox Fan Fest event post-game uh, showcase is for fans to go up and shake hands with Phil Spencer, Matt Booty, Sarah Bond, Aaron Greenberg. Like That's what it's there for. And yeah. um, that... Well, did you- yeah, David said that. He said it's like it's where you work in the room, right? Because that's it's, yeah, oh yeah, it's part of the gig. And there's a little bit of both. And I'm, not, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Uh, well, I cut him off, folks. Uh, in all seriousness, here's the thing. We'll keep a tally in the a, chat. Mag one, Colt four. Yeah, Mag, put a put a blackboard <laughs> behind you and just put like a tick on each one. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. There's there's a give and take here, and the give and take is that sometimes you you know you work in the room. Yes, you work in the room. I've worked many rooms. I've like I've I've gone to places where I like my, you know I go with my wife and she'll just say, "All right, go do your thing," and she'll just push me, and then I go and I'm gone and I won't see her for another two hours. Right? She'll be off uh, doing her own thing and I'm working the room because I have to work the room for different reasons. This is outside of the video game world. This is when I'm you know moving and shaking. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm making big deals and whatever else and all the connections that I need to make for the big, big deals. So the point is, that's what they're doing, too, because you, Colt, me, everybody, Iron Lords, everybody else, Jaffe, whoever, Mr. Boomstick, all these guys, dealer, uh, Rand, sometimes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I got to get my jabs in. Um, Listen, what they are is that we are essentially free advertising, right? Because we like something and we're promoting that to thousands and thousands of people a week, a day, mm-hmm. never mind a week, right? And therefore, there's 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 a combined interest there. We like it because we like it because it's our entertainment, right? And it's interesting to us and it's whatever. And yeah, sure, there's some money to be made here and there. But from their end, it's a little bit of both too. They love the industry. They love their job. They like what they're doing. They want to continue making money for their job. Yeah. Right? And they want to continue being part of the – like you can't say that Phil is just a, an executive. He's not. You know, he's a gamer too. He ain't my yeah. person. It's not like he calls me at home and asks me what I think about this, that, and the other. We're not we're not friends in that respect. And, and you know, he's still a product, and I'm still the consumer, right? But there's a love there, and because there's a love there, there's a give and take. It's not it's not just a cut and dry, black and white sort of situation here, where it's just like, oh well, you know, you're just a shill or you're just a whatever. Well, there's a combination of both. Like there's a give and take, is what I'm getting at, right? And there's yeah, a bit yeah. of both because, like yeah. I said, they have love. They have love for the industry. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it, right? And they, they have the love for the industry and everything else, and they also, it's their job as well, right? Okay. So it's a combination of the two things. So the so, chat's the chat's keyed in on this really well, and there's a lot of people who are defending Jaffe's take, and there's a lot of people who are arguing against it, which is good. This is good discourse because I can already tell Mag sides with 
Jaffe in a lot of things he said. I also side with some things that Jaffe said. Let's talk about the point you made, Mag, um, where Jaffe says that these people aren't your friends. He says, like, Phil Spencer is not your friend. Like, they can be friendly to you, uh, of but, course. you know, they're not your friend. Like, I'm not going to go on vacation with Phil and his family. Um, but th- <laughs> it is kind of hard to ex- to describe the dynamic that's different. And I'll, I'll put it this way. Right now, Xbox is in sort of a grassroots campaign mode where they have to reach out to people and they have to kind of get the word out. And word of mouth is the best advertising, better than putting it on a billboard or on a bus. And if you use word of mouth within the influencer community with content creators, like it really goes a long way. You get a lot of mileage for nothing. So what Phil is and the team are doing is they've got people like Ninja and I'm trying to think of the really, there's like, there's a really big Twitch streamers and, and YouTube personalities or semi uh, celebrities that they could go to. But those conversations aren't the same as someone. It's kind of hard to explain because there are content creators that you talked about, Mag, that you listed off that Phil Spencer or Sarah Bond or Aaron Greenberg watch their content sporadically or occasionally. And so they kind of get to know those people. Sure. Right, they're, you don't you don't think that they're watching and listening to this right now? They are, maybe you know not every and, single one of them. It's not like they're sitting there in a boardroom with us, with you know, with my big stupid face at the end of the big oak table, and they're going, "Oh God, I hate this guy." You know what I mean? But they're not doing that. But they yeah. are listening. They are listening. So, I can guarantee you, some of them are listening right now. Anyways, carry on. Sorry. Well, and I'll just I'll just say this ambiguously that one of them DM'd me yesterday and that and said, "What is going on?" Is this like a big deal? Is this a controversy? I haven't, I'm not all caught up. And I just said, look, uh, the, the, is what the big controversy is. Um, this pictures with the executives thing was like kind of blown up yesterday. And it means that if you, if you shake hands with the executives and, and you look up to them like a fan would, that you're no longer bipartisan, that you cannot remove your bias that you're bought and paid for. And I said, look, you're looking at a small subset of people who are anti Xbox fans and they don't like that this kind of camaraderie or this relationship or this, I don't know what the word is, like this business back and forth uh, in a friendly manner, in a casual manner is happening, and they don't understand it. Now, like I've told you on the show, I've had a couple of prominent people at Xbox or Bethesda that say they watch my content. And so, like, when I make my content, I look back and I go, okay, and, and everybody can say, hundred percent of everything Cole Eastwood puts on YouTube is, is positive for Xbox. Absolutely not true. But I could tell you at least 80% is very positive because in my content, I typically will talk about all the things I'm excited about that we're excited about. And then I'll bring in the things that need improvement, but I don't make entire videos. Not normally, except for a couple of cases where I talk about everything that's wrong with the Xbox platform. Because I don't like that negative content, but I do like to bring it up in every single video. So Jaffe was kind of, in a really nice way, he was kind of questioning the integrity of someone like Lord Cognito who reports on the Xbox platform but smooshes with Sarah Bond in a picture. Um, what do you think about that? Well, like I, like I say, there's, there's, there's no simple answer to it where, you know, one one is right, one is wrong. It's It's a... Everybody had, like everybody that, like, I see, I've been watching from a distance, okay? This is what I'm trying to get at here. 
I've been watching from a distance and sort of overseeing the, you know, the thing. It's kind of like I'm on the mountain looking at the villagers, and I'm like, hmm, what are these guys doing down here? And so I'm sort of watching this whole situation go down, and everybody in one way or another is a little bit right, right? Where you can, if you could, like, if this was like a buffet, you could take one piece from each person that said something and saying, okay, well, Jaffe was a little right here. You know, this one's a little right here. Some of the people in the community are a little right here. So everybody was right, but... God, it's so hard to describe. It's like the, the the idea was there, but I think some of it got twisted. Some of it turned a little ugly. Some of it got a little silly. You know, and then some people turned it into like like I don't know, just stupid things. I don't even want to get into. Uh, but uh, like really ridiculous stuff. Like really ta- like bad takes. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, guys, just come on. Let's just calm down here. First of all, you're turning a mountain. You know, you're turning a molehill into a mountain here. And I'm like, let's just relax. And my personal take on the whole situation is this: Look. If I'm going to be at one of those events, which I was supposed to go to, I mean, last month, <laughs> but so I didn't close. end up going. I, well, I was close, but then they canceled E3. And my wife yeah. was like, I'm not going there, like, you know, spending like 10 grand so that we can just, you know, just go to the one thing. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. we're not doing that. And I had no desire to go to LA from what I've told from the, uh, you know, the people that I've, uh, I've talked to, who've spoken about LA, said, don't go. Uh, so I'm like, fine, I'll rather spend that money elsewhere. So we went elsewhere and we, and we had a wonderful time. Right. But, if if I was going to be there, guess what? If I was in the room with those people, I would have been taking pictures. I would have done all that kind of stuff because it's fun. And it's it exciting. is fun. But, but here's the thing. I'm not confused about my position and their position. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sitting yeah. there going, he's my friend now. We're going to go have burritos for dinner tonight. And then he's going to call me at home and ask me what I'm wearing later. Like, it's well, not that's not how it's going to work. <laughs> we are not friends. We're friendly, I mean, we're cordial. And, I well, ask you what I you're mean, wearing, but yeah, we're right. a different situation there. Well, I mean, but you are paying me for that for that service, right? I mean, that's that's right. part of the mag only fans. Uh, but anyways, that's that's a whole other thing. Not safe for work, folks. So don't you know? Don't go opening up those pictures. Anyways, in all seriousness, here's the thing: <laughs> is like I said, I it's just I wouldn't be confused as to my position with them. Right. If I were in a room with all of them and I'm taking pictures with Sarah Bond, I'd be excited because I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Right. These are people that I look up to and, I, and I'm interested in and, I, and I, I'm interested in what they do and all that kind of stuff on an entertainment level. Right. My business, mm-hmm. what I do in my personal business, uh, what I do in my corporate world is 100 percent different from what they're doing. Right. So there's no connection on the work level, but there's a connection on the entertainment level of I mean, like, for example, I love. Uh, James Cameron. I mean, the guy's a bit of a whack job, but I like him. I like his movies, and I like, I like, um, you know, I, he may be a jerk in real life, for all I know, but I like his movies and all that kind of stuff. If I saw James Cameron, I'd take a picture with the guy because I could say, like, listen, look at this. This guy's a legend in the in the industry or whatever. It's yeah. pretty cool to come across these kind of people. I have a picture on the wall right here of William Shatner, which you can't see. Uh, you know, one of my idols, right? Does yeah. William, is William Shatner my friend? No, but I met him and I took some pictures with him. I had a little chat with him and everything mm, else. Nice. And it was a very well, dude. It, like, you know, I told him I said thank you for er-, like I literally I didn't even know what to say to the guy. I'm like thank right. you for for literally my whole life because I I've, I've been watching Star Trek since I was like four, right? So, anyways, the point is it's the same thing here. These are people that we idolize because they provide us with entertainment. So therefore, now, yeah, that- I would take those pictures. Yes. Yes. And have fun, but you ain't my friend. And you're, I'm not your friend. You're not my friend. And th- that's cool. That, that's exactly say, oh, what I want to say. Okay. Now, here's another thing. I'm going to say one more thing, and I'll pass it off to you. Here's the <laughs> okay. other thing. People could say, I'm an influencer. I'm not an influencer because I don't have a YouTube channel. I chose not to have a YouTube channel. But that's you know what right. the funny thing is? My videos and all that kind of stuff double, triple most people's YouTube channels. 
Okay, I get more. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I get more traffic. That last video I did uh, almost crossed a hundred thousand. All right, that that's a lot more than what Jeez. a lot of people are doing out there. Yeah. Okay. So nice. I could be doing this on YouTube. I choose not to because I don't like their draconian. Uh, you know, some of their draconian practices, whatever else. I don't want to get into that. However, the point is, is that I made that decision. The thing is, I still reach people all over the world. So yes. I do have a say, and yes, I do have a platform, and yes, I do have a voice that people listen to. And therefore, that being the case, I still am an influencer, just in a different way. And yeah. the thing is, as a result of that, I'm still not expecting them to be showering me with gifts and stuff, and I'm taking pictures with them, and we're having some, we're canoodling behind the scenes. I'm sorry, I've been dying to say that word canoodling for like a day now. Uh, I like canoodling behind the scenes for this, that, and the other for personal reasons or for like, or for business reasons. That's not what's happening here, or it's not going to cloud my judgment as to how I feel. Yeah. Right. I could take a picture with, with every single executive from Xbox. It doesn't mean I'm getting Game Pass again tomorrow. I still have not bought, I still have not renewed <laughs> right. Game Pass until there's a reason to. And therefore, as a result, I'm not going to do that. Because at the end of the day, I'm still a customer, right? Yes. So yeah. there's no confusion here. So I don't understand how this got twisted so crazily. But anyways, sorry, carry on. I just wanted to say <laughs> I mean, canoodling, that's it. You brought up a whole bunch of stuff that I wanted to talk about, like on the side channels as you were talking, and I have to try and remember some of these points. But one of the things you said was, like, okay, so I don't worship or idolize executives, but... I do have a very nice, uh, I really look up to people that create games because like when you said the William Shatner thing, when yes. I met Todd Howard, I was like, said the same thing. I was like, thank you for hundreds of hours for you and your team making something that I just loved for hundreds and hundreds of hours. Uh, thank you for making that possible. And if you meet a musician or an actor, you know, that's in a lot of TV shows or movies you watch. Uh, I would say the same thing. Thank you so much for all that you do and what you've provided. I've really had a great time watching or listening. And I've and I asked the chat to write name. Tell tell us people you've met that are famous. I saw someone said they have a picture of Joan Rivers. Uh, Golf says I met Bobby Knight, and I, I'm gonna miss a bunch if I don't keep my eyes on the chat. But I've met uh, a lead singer and guitarist for my favorite band in the whole entire world. Got pictures with them, and and you know I, I just went hey. I really appreciate your music. Your voice is, is incredible. I've always looked up to how you, you're, you're singing or your guitar playing, whatever. Uh, you don't go, oh, my gosh! Um, which, you know, it's, it can be tough. But, you know, I've met Phil, Matt, Sarah, Aaron, Todd, Pete Hines. They're all really great people. Uh, we're all just normal people. But as far as content creators, like, how is meeting Todd Howard? Oh, this is such a great example. So Todd Howard said, Cole, I watch a lot of your videos and the more I watch, I get recommended more of your videos. And so I'm, I'm like thinking, okay, I know Todd Howard has watched the five or six Starfield videos I made. And I look back and I think, what have I said about that? And I have a couple videos talking about how the performance might not be 60 or how the game doesn't look next generation. doesn't look like something you'd expect in the future. It looks great, right? Uh, and I've said these little critiques, like none of that enters in. And this goes into a sidebar about Redfall because um, people brought up this, you're influenced by meeting superiors at Xbox or having breakfast with them and your integrity. People say, Colt, your integrity is you no longer have any integrity because of what you said for Redfall. These guys don't pay attention. Like th those of you who are here watching the show, you know that we all liked the preview for Redfall. I've said it a hundred times. 
But then when I got my hands on the full game, I was like, oh man, this all kind of really falls apart. And I gave the game a 6.5 out of 10. Now that doesn't come from, oh, hey, they flew me out. They paid for my Ubers and oh man, you know, they paid for the two Snickers bars I bought at the gas station. Uh, no, no, that doesn't, uh, that's not going to give them an eight or a nine on Redfall. I gave it a 6.5 out of 10. So that's just kind of how it is. Lethal Papa, who's a moderator and is always hanging around these great podcasts and helping take care and and he's he's cutting the lawn. He's amazing. He says uh, it's all jealousy, in my opinion. Uh, a friend of a mutual friend of ours, dealer gaming, says don't tell people that it's jealousy because then it makes it look like that we're better than them. But I'm like, what is it, Mag? What is it where they're like mad that we're taking pictures or hanging out at Fan Fest or or shaking the hands of these people that make games? Like, is it envy and jealousy or is it? Uh, I want a clean and pure society where no one can be tainted. <laughs> yeah. Listen, everybody's going to be rubbing elbows with everybody at some point if you're in the industry. I think that the thing that, uh, that people get upset about, maybe, you know, uh, Lethal Papa, uh, what's up, Lethal, uh, is that um, he's, 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 he's uh, right. Is that people do get jealous of that kind of thing because I got to say, as wonderful as, uh, you know, the Sony product is and their games are wonderful and everything else, and I, I love them, I adore them, and I have a great time with my PlayStations throughout all the decades that I've been playing it. However, when What's-His-Face left like five years ago or was forcefully left, I think I, my personal feeling is that he was fired. Uh, I always forget his name. Is it Sean Layden? Sean Layden. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's Layden. so great. Sorry. Like, when he left, the charm left, right? The games were still awesome, but the charm of the company, the face of the company changed to very dry corporate you know what I mean? And yeah. like, I know, I know, I know Jim, I know Jimbo is trying, but he's just not that guy, right? He's just not that guy to, to be the front face of the company. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not the charmer. He's not the performer. He's not the kind of guy that you're going to take pictures with because you probably won't ever see the guy. He'll do a, he'll do a pre-recorded video for Christ's sake. He couldn't even show up in court. He did a pre-recorded <laughs> video for the court. He couldn't even show up in person there. You think he's right. going to show up in person to take pictures with you? Right. That's I mean, he's done happen. pre-recorded videos for their fans for their showcases for like the past three or four I'm years. To, I'm starting to think he's not real. <laughs> actually, I'm actually starting to think he's actually an android created by Zuckerberg. Yeah, he's like, take out and Elon. here is the PS5 logo. I'm telling you, he exactly. You know what? You were talking about AI ro- uh, bots last week. Let me tell you something. Jim Ryan is an actual android created by Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> to take out Elon Musk. But what he's going to do is he's going to send him back in time to take out Elon Musk when he's a child. Except we have to send back somebody to well, protect Elon Musk. We're going to send back Schwarzenegger back to go save him. Hey, uh, come with me if you want to live. So this is what's going to. That's what's well, happening. I mean, so Jim Ryan's not a real person. I, I would. Lo- I would. People are going to laugh at this. I would like to meet Jim Ryan, but. My, 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 I would shake his hand and, and I'd be thinking, I wouldn't say this, but I'd be thinking, thank you so much for making so much money for PlayStation. Now, if I shook Sean Layden's hand, it'd be like, thank you so much for all you've done. Like he was about bringing down the wall garden and bringing experiences and Jim Ryan's the numbers guy. Uh, so bah, whatever, like, but I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't snuff Jim Ryan. Like I did Jason Schreier. <laughs> yeah, well, you know that's a that's a whole other that's a whole other thing. But uh, I, I don't even think that guy would stop to talk to me anyway. Uh, but uh, anyways, that's besides the point. I would pay anyways, to see Jason Ronald or Jason Jason Schreier talk to you. Uh, that would that would be entertainment for me to watch you uh, you squirm. 
Let Maybe me read some supers before we get into the next thing. Biff Rinaldi said, right. hey, I can't watch live, but have a great show. Thank you, Biff Rinaldi. Nicholas Branch, thank you for two, says, yo, Colt Mag, love the dynamic. Thank you. Sometimes we're like, Mag, are, do we know what we're doing? No. Do we? Okay, we don't. Okay, Hargy Johnny with the $2. So let's face it, Mag is paid to by Xbox to help Colt. Uh, they would not it's pay obvious. him very much. It's but, obvious. Uh, it's, it is obvious. <laughs> Kyle W, I haven't even started yelling yet. So you know what? You want me to chill on the mic volume? It's not going to happen. It's wait, get wait, wait, hold louder. on, hold on. Our our, yeah. our levels should be identical because I actually uh, let, well, say something, Meg. Well, I, it yeah, wasn't no. bad. I think it's because I, no, it's because I yelled. <laughs> I yelled no, about Jim Ryan uh, uh, doing um, you know uh, be and not being in person like he always does that uh, pre-recorded videos. <laughs> yeah, it's like I was actually sweating before the show because I I went back and listened to the show and my volume was so low that. I think people were turning it up and down between when we were talking. So, um, but for the I'm a, I'm a man of the people. Like, I want you guys to enjoy the show. Um, Spartan six six one says, "Colt, drink the zero sugar Mountain Dew." <laughs> I can't do it. Parched. He says it's great for us gray beards that ain't gray yet. Try to try not to get diabetes and stay fit. It's important to us gamers. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Now he makes me feel bad. Spartan, I will do my best. I'll do my best. Uh, Risk it for the biscuit. Put out a great video. I think uh, yesterday. Oh. Is that even possible? Is that even possible? He he Sorry, covered yeah, this. Carry on. He covered this David Jaffe thing, and he played some of the clips and and kind of broke it down. And it's because of Risk It's video. Go check it out. That I kind of got a better understanding of what David Jaffe said in the video because Risk It like walked me through it, you know, which is kind of cool. And and Risk It was pretty darn respectful, actually. Uh, I mean, not actually. I mean. Typically, when someone uses someone else's video, they just trash them the whole time. Risk It was pretty respectful the whole way through. Spitfire Spud, thank you so much for the 10 euro. He says, roll on X and C. Finally get to watch live 1 a.m. out. So if Judge Corley's decision goes Microsoft's way, what dormant IPs are you hoping make a return? He says, I want prototype and true crime to come back. True crime turned into sleeping dogs. Uh, I would also want prototype. Meg, is there any... Franchise you'd want to see come back that comes to mind? What from ABK? From ABK, like anything. From well, I mean, I want, I want like a proper from the ground. Like, I mean, I know they did part one and two, but I want to see a continuation of like uh, the Tony Hawk series, but not when they started like getting off into that weird stuff. By the way, Igor Lopez, he goes, was there a verdict on the acquisition? Yes. Uh, Colt and I got ABK. Uh, Microsoft was denied, so we we, we now own it uh, for nothing uh, because of all the shilling we've done uh, for uh, Xbox and and for ABK and everything else. So now we own it. So we're talking about the IPs that we're gonna bring back. Anyways, right. I loved uh, like when Tony Hawk was starting to hit like that 360 era. When we're talking like the Project Eight. Uh, Tony Hawk's Underground stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Bring them, bring them into like that whole next generation vibe with like an open world. You could skate over here, and then you could go to different parks over there. Do all that kind of stuff. I adored that. I liked the semi-open world, and then when you got into a park, then it turned into like you know uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one and two and three oh, and four. You know, I, like that kind of thing. I missed that one. Then. Okay, dude. Uh, you, I mean, it's not worth playing now because you know. It, you know, it, when you look back, it's it, it'll feel old, and you know how it is when you look back. I mean, the remaster. Old, old. You're right. The remaster held up really well, and I think it sold really well. I just it wonder. The, the problem with Tony Hawk is they've tried different ways to bring it back. They even did like the uh, motion controller board, and 
everything they tried just fell on its face. No pun intended for skateboarders. I know, I know, I know. It but sucks. It was silly. But you know what? If you look, go go, just check it out on YouTube for like five minutes. Uh, uh, Tony Hawk's Project 8. It was like literally like an open world Tony Hawk. And then when you got to an area, then it turned into the, okay, now I'm in the schoolyard. Now I'm in the whatever. Now I'm in the construction zone, yeah. whatever. And it was pretty cool, and I really liked it. Uh, that uh, I see a lot of people in the chat. I've had some. I've had some talks with people talking about it. Guitar Hero, not Rock Band, because it was way too much, way too many peripherals. It was too ridiculous. G- bring back Guitar Hero, and you know, it'd be really fun. I know that Xbox doesn't have. I mean, you could do it for PC, and maybe you can even do it for PSVR too, because Xbox clearly doesn't have the VR. How amazing! Now, hear hear me out. I was talking about this with one of the guys at work. How amazing would it be to play Guitar Hero with VR? Okay, in a stadium with eighty thousand screaming fans, and you're on the stage. <laughs> they, I mean, they kind of did that with the resurgence of rock band. I can't remember what they called it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking like I'm talking full next gen. Let's go. Here's the problem Come with, on, with man, rock band. I think I think Mad Cats like broke even on those controllers they sold. Like they didn't. They were too expensive to make, and they sold okay. so many of them, but. They weren't making money off of the controllers. They made more money off the game, and they made a bunch of money off the songs, but that whole thing just imploded, and man, I loved it. I owned all of the all of the Guitar Hero band yep. ones and the rock band stuff, and we yep, still bring it out when we can. It's, uh, man, it was brought, Oh, it was awesome. I loved it. It was a great time. But like I said, remember all the wires, like setting up rock band? Holy mackerel! That was a disaster. It's like wires and everything. You're, you're plugging uh, we everything had the, into Yeah, we were lucky to. In. We had the wireless stuff, but the mics. We had two mics running in, and and one of the little kids would trip over it, pull the 360 onto the ground. 360, of course, would break the hardwood floor. Kevin Malone has <laughs> <laughs> been a member for six months. Says, "Hey guys, great shows. Always thumbs up." Yes, please. Um, I, we don't have the decision yet. It could literally roll in. I've got Tom Warren on speed dial over here. I'm, he's going to update as soon as something comes in. But the, the decision for ABK could literally come in at any moment. But the very latest, if you're on the West Coast, uh, it is 5.30 right now. So in the next four hours, it could drop in or it could drop in any moment. So we are keeping a close eye. And we're going to talk about what if or what not. And why they're getting, why this situ- cycle is coming in right now, why we haven't heard. I've got information on that as well. Um, what was I trying to read? Yes. So, uh, Hargit Johnny, thank you so much for the super. He says, Smeagol, Aaron is my friend. Precious. I can't do a, an impression of, of Smeagol. He says, Aaron is my friend, Precious. Yes, friend. No, Precious, he's not. He's tricksy, false. We can't trust him. He'll betray us. My friend used to do that so well. Um yeah, no, Aaron's a really super cool guy, and I told that story last week. Uh, how I just waved him over. Um, he had a coffee in his hand. He sat down in front of my wife's place setting for the picture with this, and then he got up, talked to us for a few more minutes, and left. Riskit talks about the story in his video as well. It's just so funny how people just, they want this conspiracy theory thing to be so true because, uh, I mean, I don't understand. On PlayStation's side, they've had a pretty good year. Like, Final Fantasy's a, a big deal, but I don't think, Maybe they're not playing it. I don't know. Sir X-Men with the $2 says, Meg, are you saying Jim Ryan is Max Headroom? <laughs> yes, he is. And if anybody's old enough to remember who that is, yes, I'm pretty sure that, uh, that that's exactly who he is. Yeah, or, like uh, I said, he's an android created by Zuckerberg. I think I did a Max Headroom last week, didn't I, on the show? 
Uh, let me read some more super chats. That's that's great stuff. Oh, hey, shout out to 1,300 people who are here watching the show live. Thank you so much for being here. We're waiting just like you. I've chewed my fingernails down to the nubs all day. I That's kind of embarrassing to say, but while I was sleeping last night, like I kept kind of going, did anything happen? And I woke up at six to feed my dogs, looked at my phone. No, nothing happened. Like I was just kind of uh, obsessing about it. This is a huge deal. I'll tell you how this is a huge deal. My neighbor, who's about 20 years older than me or 15 years older than me, I went and talked to him out in the driveway and I said, hey, you know, we need to go to lunch. You know, he's been helping me a lot with my with my yard and pool. I said, hey, I need to take you to lunch, but I'm literally waiting on this really big thing for YouTube because he knows I do my YouTube channel. And he goes, what is it? I go, and how do you explain it? Like in an elevator, right? And I go, well, uh, so Activision, the, the company that owns Call of Duty, they want Xbox to buy them. And he's like, whoa. And I go, yeah, it's a $70, $70 billion merger. And it's gone all over the world through the regulatory bodies. It's been in the FTC in the court. And we've been following it. And he's like, whoa. And he cut, he was impressed. And I go, and I'm trying to cover. I'm literally waiting for the news. And once it breaks, I have to make a video. And then I could go to lunch with you. So this is, we really appreciate you being here. We're going to keep this as fun as possible. It might be a shorter show, but... I am totally predicting that Meg and I will do this show. The, the news will break during the show or right after, and I'm going to sit down and work for hours on a video, and I cannot wait. Uh, oops. Let's see. Okay. Well, let me put that back here. Okay. Uh, Nick W., one more. He says, thank you for the five. He says, Tony Hawk Underground was excellent and needs to be brought yes. back. Yes. That's one of the ones I mentioned. Amazing game. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. So let me get back into this. So... PlayStation, the PlayStation fans are really on the on the offensive right now, or on the defensive, depending on how you want to look at it, Meg, because they think that Xbox is buying up the industry. They can't be stopped. They have big money. Uh, they're the big evil corporation who just gobbles up everything. And a good friend of ours, J-Rock, has been checking into a huge documentary about PlayStation. And Meg, I don't know if you know the history of PlayStation coming up, but Back in the 90s, they bought the biggest video game publisher in the planet, which is Psygnosis, and they gobbled them up, and they laid off a whole bunch of people. They've made big changes in the industry. At the time, it was just like this ABK thing, and they got in from the ground floor and just started killing off Sega. They started pushing on Nintendo. When Xbox came into the scene a few years later, they were immediately pushing pressure on them, and they've said that their business model is to kill their competition so that they can reign supreme. But PlayStation fans are saying Xbox is the evil one. One more piece of thing before I before I give it to Mag on his to get your personal opinion. Mag, PlayStation has bought 17 of their 21 studios, on average buying a studio once per year if they spread it out equally across their 25-year history. And um, they are buying up nearly everything. What are your thoughts about evil PlayStation and how they need to go away? I'm just listen. We we we've <laughs> we've talked about this a few times. Where um, we've come to the we've come to the conclusion uh, that basically they're both doing the same thing. They just did it at different speeds. That's all it is. There's no difference. Uh, you know, Sony did what they did to get where they were. Listen, they're all evil. At one point or another, you could call them all evil. They all try to crush each other, step on each other's throats. That's how these companies get to the size they get. You think they get there be being nice? 
Do you think Amazon <laughs> is there to be nice? You think Zuckerberg is there to be nice? Elon Musk, any of these guys? You think they make billions by being nice? No. They will step on a thousand necks a day to get to where they are, right? And leave mm-hmm. a pile of bodies behind. That is how it goes. Microsoft is no different. They did it in the 90s. They were ruthless. They were taken to court. They were brought in front of the Senate for crying out loud. And then you had, what's his name, sitting up there saying, you know, well, I mean, he had some valid points, though. I mean, you know, he's talking about, like, he's like, does Coca-Cola, when they sell tw- a case of 24 cans, do they have to put six Pepsis in there? You remember that? There was that whole thing that was saying it was unfair that everything had windows. Right? He had a point there. But the thing is, in order to get to that point, they had to crush the competition. And then what they did to try and be nice to, like, get a little bit of the PR back, when Apple almost went under... Microsoft bailed them out, right? Oh, and then what good. did Apple do? And then what did Apple do? Apple turned around and smoked them with like the iPhone and the and the uh, it's and brutal. The, and the, uh, it is. And the, what's it called? What the hell was that thing called? Um, not the iPad. Uh, the, the iTunes the and all that kind of stuff. IPod. The iPod. There we go. I couldn't remember the name of it because I haven't used. You had to have one. You had to have one. Everybody had one, right? Yeah. So what do they do? Microsoft bails out Apple. Apple turns around and Roundhouse kicks them right to the face. Roundhouse. Right. And so they, they, you know what I mean? That's what that, that's how these guys operate. They're all the same. There's no difference. Anybody says this one's bad. This Mm -hmm. one's good. You are so full of garbage. It's unbelievable. Look, you see there, see what I just put up on my screen. Poop. Okay. That's what I put up on the screen. You're all full of poop. Okay. That's all there is to it. Sony's no different. Sony tried to bury all those companies. What did they do? They tried to do that to get the wasteland of dead bodies so that they could crawl up to the top of the hill and become the, become the leader of the of the video game industry they did the same thing and they left a wake of bodies behind them sega one of them right being the most notable right i'm not saying it's the right thing to do but they all do it in a different way now microsoft doesn't seem like they're not trying to kill sony because it's not healthy to kill off the competition at this point the point is is that they're so big now what you want to do is you want to have healthy competition but you want the ecosystems to be all healthy and you definitely want they they definitely want xbox to be healthy and i I gotta say like my joking premise as i as i handed you the floor on this discussion you know i I, I will never tell you that what PlayStation did from the beginning was evil. Like I am with you, Mag. That's how you no, build no, they, business. And if I was going right. to go into a competing market, I would do something to have a leg up on all the competition. And if you had the money, yeah, you would. Here's the funny thing. Mm-hmm. PlayStation doesn't make games. Their studios do. Same yep. thing with Xbox. And the difference being that Xbox is buying studios in the ninth inning. Like, they they weren't able to do this before, and I talked about how Microsoft never really funded Xbox after uh, the first Connect kind of floundered its way out of popularity. So uh, I'm with you, Meg. Uh, it is part of Skillet Will said, "Let us compete," which is an old joke we've we said around here. Where you said it so great, Meg, because they're not trying to kill PlayStation because no, they've said multiple times if PlayStation is successful, so are we. And I truly believe that they believe that as well. And they're never going yeah. to be able to kill PlayStation. Like, they are, no. they are the beast. They're, there's no way. So there's there's no way or reason, rhyme or reason to try and kill off PlayStation. The only thing that they want to do is be super competitive and be on a level playing field somehow. And uh, they've oh, done it with oh. different... Yeah, I guess they've done it with Game Pass and, and here's putting the their caveat. games everywhere. All right. Now, here's the thing. This is what Sony doesn't like. Is that also at the same time here, let me present you a a quick scenario here, Um, at least something that I used to deal with uh, before I went corporate is um, 
like let's say a restaurant, okay? Let's say I open a restaurant on the corner, okay? And there's two great restaurants across the street. That's the best thing that you could do. People say, oh, that's crazy. Why would you do that? Why? Because all the people that are going to that restaurant, as long as I'm supplying a great product over in this one, they're going to one day, as they keep going to that same restaurant over and over and over, that popular restaurant, they're going to look across the, across the way and go, you know what? One night we're going to go check out that place. Right? Because you keep going to that one place, so you're drawing attention to the area. So you don't want to be the only restaurant on the block because if you are, people get sick and tired of it. And then after about going three, four times in a row, you're going to be like, you know what? I'm, I'm, let's just go somewhere else. Right? People don't get and sick of PlayStation, where, though. But that's where the other. No, they don't. But I'm, I'm just <laughs> using an analogy. But what's, here's yeah. the thing, though. And now that's a healthy environment where you've got businesses all competing with each other. But you know what? In the end, they all win. It's like having – it's like Las Vegas. Why does Las Vegas have 100 casinos all facing each other? They're all making money because they're all in the same area, and it's all basically divvying up at the end of the day. Everybody's moving money around, right? It's being circulated. It's moving around. Now, here's where Sony has an issue. The issue now is now – Instead of Sony having a restaurant, Microsoft having a restaurant across the street from each other, Microsoft has got their fingers in the pies in Sony's restaurant because now that they're going to be purchasing these, uh, you know, uh, with ABK, and then those yeah. games are still going to PlayStation. Those are now Xbox's games going into that restaurant. So if you're, you know, if you have a baker in the Microsoft thing and he's got pies that he's sending over, he now he instead of the Sony guys making pies. The, no, the Xbox guy is making pie, and he's sending it and selling it in the PlayStation uh, restaurant, and that's what they don't want, right? They want it to be neutral. They don't want to pay them, right? Yeah. But anyway, that's, that, that, that's, that's neither here nor there because they really don't have much of a choice. But I'm saying that's the analogy that I'm trying to get across is that that's what they're trying to do, or that's what they're not happy about. They're, they're not – I mean, when it comes to competition, of course. Would they ever be able to stomp out Xbox? No. Would they want to? Some of them might feel that way, but I think they would. They like to keep them under their thumb. I think Sony likes the fact that Microsoft is in third place. They like to keep them there, but they want to keep the ecosystem healthy enough to keep going for another generation. And I think that that's what they need at the end of the day. They don't want to be the only kings on. The, they, don't, they don't want to be the only one on the block. Nintendo is off doing their own thing. They're like, you know, they're like they're, they're like running an ice cream truck over in the next park or whatever. That's what yeah. Nintendo's doing. I'm talking specifically about Microsoft and Sony. So when I look at it from that from that aspect, right? They want Sony. They want Xbox, Microsoft, whatever, to stay at a very distant last place. But they want them still there so that there's still an ecosystem. You still got anywhere from 40 to 50 million consoles sold every gen, 60 million, whatever. You want to have 100 million people in the ecosystem, blah, 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 blah. But they don't want them anywhere near first place. Okay. And when you threaten, their, and when you threaten the crown, the crown is going to start reacting. And that, that's a great thing for us, by the way. I know a lot of people think that that's silly and whatever. It's not. It's a great thing for us consumers. You know why? Because competition breeds excellence. And what ends up happening is that now Sony's going to have to go over to their studios and be like, all right, boys and girls, let's well, get some serious games out here and let's get them going because those guys are doing this, 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 and this. And now Sony's not going to feel as complacent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I think it's great it, for um, everybody. I think that it breeds. The competition breeds excellence, like you said, it, and you you know this as well that it also breeds competitive pricing. And I think if PlayStation was yeah. allowed to carry forward as the number one de facto place to play, we would you know they were the one of the major publishing arms to raise prices to seventy next to two of the biggest publishing arms in gaming, and uh, they raised their prices on console first, even though they were making a profit and Xbox wasn't. 
So, uh, yeah, it's like Xbox kept their prices as low as they could because they were competing for your dollar. It's not just competing against each other. It's competing for a customer and competing for the dollar. (laughs) Your audio is loud. I'm like, I'm trying to get my audio. Let's see. Check, check, check. It's tell me it's exactly the same. I will keep adjusting it. Let me read this. I'm yeah. You and I were within discord, but, um, uh, I don't know. It just, it just happens. Um, I've got $7,000 worth of audio equipment. It's all down to just like one slider. Uh, anyway, Jay Dubes uh, sends a super chat. It's so funny that he says this when I see the name. He doesn't even have to say anything. He says, doubt you remember me from the Gamefly days. I've been watching your show lately and just want to say congrats on the success. Xbox is number one this gen. Now, Jay Dubes is a friend of mine from 2011 to 2015. We were on the Gamefly app. We were on kick groups together with a bunch of other people talking gaming every day, all night, in the middle of the night. And, um, w- yeah, we've been around for a long time. Now, he's a big PlayStation fan, also a big gaming fan on PC. And we haven't talked in a long time, so it's really cool to see him here. And when he says Xbox is number one this gen, I'm like, hmm. Because we used to always argue about who was better, Xbox or PlayStation. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't think he's, I think he's just maybe he's just being gracious because he can see that Xbox is doing cool things, but he's also still a fan of where he plays his games. But I don't know. Let me know, JD. It's been a while. Uh, he knows that I was ride or die Xbox back then. We're talking like early Xbox One era when uh, everyone said Xbox sucks. So yeah, it, w- that's really cool to see him here. Uh, that really means a lot. Uh, okay, let me, um, <laughs> that, that's, that's a good thing. So, the, the whole thing that Maggie and I were talking about was how PlayStation has this long history of buying their way into the into the industry, and we've kind of banged that drum for a long time, right, Mag, about how everybody is buying their way in, and like I said, just to bookend it, studios make the games, not the uh, platform, so I don't know. Uh, well, everybody buys into everything. Like when the, when the, when the Blue Jays in ninety two ninety three won the World Series, they bought the best players in the league to win the World Series. They had the highest uh, uh, salary cap and whatever, and they did. The, then what, what happened after the Blue Jays? Then the Yankees went on a tear. And the Yankees, what do they have? The highest salary cap in all the MLB. And guess what? They won a bunch of World Series. And then the Boston Red Sox did it. Guess what? They bought all the best players and they won. It's the same thing everywhere you go. You buy. You buy your way to the top. And, yes, obviously talent has a lot to do with it. But, I mean, the thing is that in order to get that talent, in order to get those things, you have to spend the money. So it's the same thing everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it doesn't matter whether it's gaming, whether it's sports, whether it's whatever, restaurants, whether it's, I don't know, whatever. Okay? It's, it's <laughs> all these different things. You can have a lawn mowing business. It's the same thing. You buy the best talent. You buy all the best machines in town. Right? And so, yeah. like, it's all the same. In Let's the talk about organic for a minute. And shout out to 1,600 people watching. This is a... This is a high number for Mag and I for for a while, but thank you so much for being here. Uh, we really appreciate it. Hit the like button. Let's get that up to 500 likes. The organic thing is what people have a problem with, Mag, because let's just kind of rewind it back to the 90s when PlayStation came in. They bought their way into the industry and continually sure. kept up a cadence of buying talent, which you and I already established is totally normal and it's not evil. The problem with Xbox, when you take a step back and look and say they bought a bunch of talent in the early 2000s and then they stopped for about eight years and now they're on this huge buying spree playing catch up and it does look inherently evil or it looks greedy but 
when you when you look at the size of Xbox, it's so funny. I, I take you back to the conversation in my driveway with my neighbor at about an hour ago, and he goes, he goes, Call of Duty. That like Call of Duty built its name on PlayStation, and I went, No, I'm thinking, it didn't, but- I'm thinking in my mind. I'm not about to have an argument with him in the driveway about where Call of Duty builds its name on, but I'm like, did it? I mean, I know sometimes you can get 80% console sales on Call of Duty on PlayStation, but I, I don't, that, that name is synonymous with me uh, about Call of Duty. Um, in fact, Call of Duty was pretty big on the X, on Xbox Live for a while, but I'm like, that doesn't matter, right? And it's one of those things, Hargeet's in the chat, shout out to him. He's never on social media. If I was on social media, I'd be like, Actually, but the point being that Xbox says, if you're looking at a graph, there's this huge dip where they weren't investing. And now this huge spike that goes over their, their, their past, and it does look inherently greedy, but the whole organic thing, Mag, I think is, is a stupid concept that, um, because X, everybody Xbox has bought so far, they've partnered with them, marketing deals, helped them out. They've had some exclusives here or there and PlayStation, the same thing. They're, they're just as organic as Xbox. Do you agree? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, the thing is, again, because Sony did what they did in a slow, I mean, at the beginning, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ignore the startup. We already talked about when Sony started up and they, they ramped things up because, listen, if you want to get your foot in the door, you can't get your foot in the door. You got to kick the door down, right? That's the only way that you can plant your flag, right? You can't start up there and be like all gentle and nice and, you know, and I hate to say it, but the kumbaya stuff, it's not, it's not working, right? But here's the thing. Right. They did the same thing. The only difference is that they did not have the capital to be able to purchase what Microsoft is able to purchase now because the CEO of Microsoft is now officially behind Xbox. And therefore, there's a lot more money at play. Whereas you look at last gen, what's his face over there before Satya there was not interested in Xbox, didn't want to give the funding to Xbox. They had like, you know, two studios and like a a pet dog and a gerbil in the corner. Like, you know what I mean? It was... You know what I'm saying? Like, they were selling lemonade in front of the building to try and uh, drum up some funds for the next uh, Halo. But, like, that, you know, th- th- this is what they had, like, last year because they didn't have any funding for it. But yeah. now that they got the funding for it, now what they're doing is they're just playing catch-up. Okay? They're playing catch-up. So it looks nefarious. It looks egregious. But, in fact, it's pretty damn even when you look at it at the end of the day. The only difference is that, and you've mentioned it before, um, is that they're just doing it all at once. And they're basically, yeah. in order to play catch up, it's like, okay, here's another example. I'll give you another analogy for people. It's like a 20, it's like a 25 year old going to university. Okay. Like they, they, they were farting around for the, uh, you know, four or five years getting drunk and high with their friends. And then all of a sudden they're like, you know what? I'm, I'm throwing away my life. I'm going to go back to university and go get a career. What do they do? If they take it seriously and they're 25 years old and, and the rest of your classmates are 18, right? presumably that person's going to work twice as hard, three times as hard to make sure that they get that degree so they don't throw their life in the garbage or whatever, right? So yeah, like I've, yeah. seen, I've seen that countless times when I've seen older students who really, and you watch, they push hard because it's the same idea. You're playing catch-up because now you're now time is not on your side, right? So now what you're trying to do is you're trying to get yourself on an even playing field and we're like, all right, let's party. Now that you've got X amount of studios, we're about to have X amount of studios, Let's go. Let's you know what I mean. Drop the yeah. gloves. Let's let's play. You I mean, Xbox saying? needs the franchises. They need like the consistency of games coming through. And now I want to talk about. Well, that's a thing. That's a that, thing. Sorry, it is a I, thing. I, and I want to talk about this. Yeah. Everybody says you know they're taking away games from gamers. And I want to talk about Bethesda and ZeniMax 
Because Phil has said through this FTC hearing that their games will remain exclusive to the Xbox platform and ecosystem. And so what other fans might be worried about is I'm going to lose out on Bethesda and ZeniMax games because Xbox now owns them. And we have to look in the future. Elder Scrolls coming out in five years, according to Phil Spencer. Fallout's coming out in eight to ten years if they overlap. I say probably eight. Uh, eight something. And we've talked about this thing with ABK where Call of Duty will stay on PlayStation for the next ten years. And I bet you at the end of the 10 years, Xbox signs another agreement with PlayStation Nintendo because they're making of tons of money. The, right? Of course. You agree? Yeah. And then uh, Overwatch, we talked about this last week. Overwatch 3 ain't happening. Like, Overwatch 2 is kind of a mistake. Like, they're just holding on to that. And I think Diablo is in 10 years. Diablo 4, 5. Diablo 5. Where are we at? Yeah, we're at Diablo, Diablo 5, 5 would be in 10 years. So if you're an ABK fan, well, or if you're an Xbox fan, let's talk about Xbox fans. We talked about PlayStation for 30 minutes. If you're an Xbox fan, if this deal gets, if this preliminary injunction is granted, an Xbox cannot buy ABK, which will be the reality tonight. If the judge says, I'm granting the preliminary injunction, Xbox can go through an appeal process. But as far as we've heard, Microsoft will just pay the $3 billion to ABK and walk and stop wasting any more time and money. So what does this mean for Xbox fans? The biggest thing it means, I said last week, the biggest is that Xbox won't have this big influx of money coming in through first party because all the stuff Meg and I just talked about. But the other kicker is that we won't get a library of ABK games that come to Game Pass from the past and in the future on the cheap. And is that a big deal, Mag? If it loses. Well, Well, the thing is, if they lose, per se, okay, I still think that there's there's enough goodwill between the two companies that regardless of what happens and the fact that Microsoft has to pay them $3 billion, you could bet your bottom dollar, no pun intended, <laughs> that um, I bet you a lot of those games, back catalog games, uh, future, um, uh, what's it called, marketing deals and everything are all going to be on Xbox no matter what. So I think that in a, in a different way, in a roundabout way, that I think that Microsoft is still going to get a lot of the ABK uh, backlog on Game Pass. I think that's going to happen, regardless of whether the deal goes through or not. Because, like really? I said, I still think so. I think that there's Why enough goodwill there. Well, you, there's still dishing out three billion dollars to them, and I think with that three billion dollars, that's enough goodwill to say, "Listen, if this I mean, thing doesn't a, it's go a, through, it's a failure fee." Free. But I, I mean, I never right? thought of that, Mag. But what if they say to him and say, "Listen, we'll give you another billion on top of it." But we want the marketing rights for the next five years. I mean, are they allowed, right? or is this like legal fee, like a uh, citation? Well, I, don't, I, don't I don't know how that works. I don't, I don't know we how should that have works. done our homework on that. I'm just spe- well, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but I, I'm just speculating. <laughs> what if you just did that? What if they just okay? Here's I'm a chef, dang dollars. you, not a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's the thing: you get the three billion dollars in there. You, you tack on another billion. Say, listen, we'll give you four, but we want Call of Duty for the next five years. That is a lot of I'm, money. I'm telling you, there's a there's a contingency plan in place. Let's talk about that contingency plan, Mag, because 100% they've got something already in the works. We're literally sitting on the edge of the knife, whether this thing happens or not. And what is that contingency plan? Um, Let's see. uh, Calorie says Xbox doesn't know the verdict right now. That would be in an insider trading thing. I think Judge Corley has given them the answer uh, this at the end of the week. And they had let me see if I I don't think I wrote that down. The deal must close. Okay, well, this was in this was on our topics list. So remind me to go back to this contingency plan thing in just a moment. Okay, Mag. 
Mm-hmm. Here's what, what we're told. The deal must close by July 18th, which is in f- five or six days from now. This yeah. means if you are in the United States, the deal must close. Or the deal must be finalized where, where it sits, either blocked or passed. It must finalize by midnight on the West Coast, which is in six hours from now. Right. Six hours from now, no matter where you're watching, and I know, um, you know, right in the chat, actually, where you're watching the show from. I know we have people from Australia here, some from Brazil, some from uh, outside of the U.S. or North America. Uh, if you're over on the other side, there are some people who are up late, like we like we read, if it's like almost two in the morning for them. The, the deal will, will end in exactly six hours is when we have to hear the deadline, unless Judge Corley or the FTC or Xbox has asked for an extension, but I don't think so because no. they have to get this deal finalized with five business days to spare on July 18th, which is, I should I have wrote that. Next, I think it's Tuesday. No, it's, next, Tuesday. it's next Tuesday. I wrote it down here. So here's the, here's the quote. The deal must close by midnight, July 18th, which is tomorrow. Uh, the deal must close. I wrote that wrong. Deal must close midnight. So the deal must close by July 18th, which means it must close by tonight at midnight so that they have five business days. Normally, this process takes three to four weeks. Uh, stop for a moment, and I'll add in my editorial. Normally, this process takes about three to four weeks, meaning this whole process of the FTC hearing, gr- trying to get a preliminary injunction granted, and a decision from the federal judge. But they fast-tracked this to just about two weeks. Continuing on, it says, Judge Corley said she wanted to give enough time for both parties to appeal before the 18th. Technically, we could decide the decision by midnight, or it could happen tonight, like I said, during the show. And I'm continually refreshing uh, my best sources uh, that would announce this as soon as possible. Yep. So that's where we are. It's like really tense right now. But the reason why I brought that up is, who was it that said this? I'll never be able to find it. I already mentioned your name, but yes, Xbox, Microsoft, and the FTC have already been given the decision. They're taking the time over the weekend and today to iron out all redacted discovery paperwork. Like they have to go through all the stuff that says, this is why we're blocking it, or this is why we're passing it. And whatever that docket of information is, has to be combed over through the respective party being Microsoft or FTC to make sure everything is redacted. That is not supposed to be public information. That's why they just didn't close the hearing a few days ago and say, all right, here's the answer. There's a lot of red tape that's going on. And that's why we're sitting here right now wondering where it is. How's that mags that, is that going to work? That pretty much saw that pretty much uh, sums it up. So I'm not going to add to it. However, I will say one thing and I've been while you were speaking, I was looking down at the chat and I was looking at where everybody was saying where they're from. Did you see that, Cole? Did you happen to see that screen no, scanning no. by as everybody? Uh, if you scroll back like 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 two or three minutes, Florida, you'll see all the different Portugal, like all the all the different okay. countries in the world, everywhere. It is absolutely mind blowing awesome. to me. If you go back even further, Cole, like I mean, you keep going, you see all all the different countries of the world. The like, Marianas uh, Islands of Gyeongju. I don't know where Mexico. that is. We got Mexico, you know, Philippines. We got Guam, Guam, Brazil, New Zealand, Scotland, South Carolina, South Carolina. Uh, I'm going to be in North Carolina actually not that long from now. I'm sorry, Meg. I didn't mean. 
here, let me put a mark for just for <laughs> interrupting you. Uh, is Marianas Islands of Guam Juice supposed to be in Guam? Uh, I'll look it up real quick. Uh, my friend was born there. Shout Netherlands? out to the Netherlands. Love the Netherlands. South Korea. This is amazing. See, uh, this is the England, Chicago. Chicago, go say hi to Rand. Or, you know what? Uh, toilet paper at the front of his house. Just like there's a like a tree in the front. Yeah, I know because a... I've been watching. Dominican Republic. There you go. Um, uh, Trinidad. Trinidad. Beautiful, actually. That is you know, Scotland. Scotty? That is so cool. UK, Greece. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No Michael, way. I, that is so. Do you know how much of an honor my, that uh, is for Mag and I? Yeah, no, no, dude, it's huge. Morocco, uh, like I said, oh, by the way, I have three coworkers that are Trinidadian, so it's kind of funny. Uh, um, Germany? You mentioned that. Now, here's the thing. It is heartwarming to me to see that people from all over the world are listening to what we have to say. Like yes. smart things, stupid things, whatever. Actually, I have a lot of Filipinos that work with me, too. Um, um, so, yeah, so uh, it's amazing to me. It blows my mind. Like, I never would have thought, like, you know, three years ago when I started this journey, who the hell knew that, like, I literally the entire world would be listening to us talking? You know, it, it blows my mind, man. It blows my mind. I just want to thank every yeah, last seriously. one of you. Yeah. Every last one of you. I want to thank every last one of you from every country in the world listening to this show. And it's just, it just blows my mind, and it, and it just, like, it makes my heart melt, man. It just Oh, I copy thank that uh, big time. And I, I wish I could... You know, give me just a second. Rob from Soviet Russia. We've got um, Elliptico's 66 from Greece. He's got a Greece name in there as well. Johnny from Melbourne. Loops from Antarctica. I don't know if he's just saying that. Somebody said they're from Uranus. No, but we've got, um, where is it? we got Cyber from England. Uh, yeah. Of course, there's people from around the U.S., Kentucky, North Carolina, North Georgia. Uh, Trigger Happy from Sydney, Australia. Um there's some interesting <laughs> giggity says from Uranus and Sathos says Mars. Um, where was a couple more? Uh, Kwaski from Poland. That's that is so incredible. Uh, Sapphire King from Puerto Rico. Thank you so it. much. We don't want to waste your time reading that, but I, if we do take a second to read it, I hope it means as much to you as it means to us. Yeah. We yeah. really appreciate you guys. Sydney, Australia, from Missouri, New York. My Canadian oh. brothers and sisters, I see you all out there, Quebec and everywhere else. I see you guys and all, and obviously Ontario. But yeah, it's a. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Carolina Gamer, you had to do it. He put he's from Wakanda. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's someone else put that's amazing. Put North Pole. I'm like Santa's listening. That's I mean, this amazing. whole <laughs> <laughs> he's like ho 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 ho. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You'll shoot it, your it is amazing. Out, <laughs> it's amazing because this ABK deal does really affect everybody in the world. And if you're listening to the show, it's because. This deal is going to save you some money down the road, or it's going to make you spend even more on games that you're just getting into. Yeah, and shout out. We had 1,700 people watching um, a, a moment ago, but thank you so much. Um, holy smokes. Let me read a couple supers before I move on. Uh, Hargy Chani, thank you for the fives. This PlayStation is so afraid of ABK, they announced fair games, Helldivers, Concord, and Marathon all in one show. And he says, oh, and let's not forget the game of the year, Foam Stars. And I can hear, I can literally hear Hargeet's laugh when he wrote that. I was his about little, to say that, yeah. You could hear it too, right, Meg? His yeah. little, his little devilish laugh. A little uh, laugh, and then he's got the giant, uh, uh, the giant jug of uh, vodka that he drinks on every show. <laughs> so mad when I say that. <laughs> uh, knowing Hargeet, it's either a jug of ice water or some oh, it's, disgusting it's, diet soda that he drinks. But um, I say imagine that if it was I'm, a pro. It, 
Can you imagine it was a protein shake, and then all of a sudden, in like a month, he's like the size of the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, he's just drinking this giant protein shake. He's like, ho, anyway. ho, ho! No, do, do people on steroids say ho, ho, ho when they're in the gym? I'm, uh, I'll have to check that into that. Gamer by choice with a five dollars says, "I keep hearing Xbox will never do better than Sony, but we do not know what will happen in the future. I bet people said Atari would never be beat. Also, and they probably, they probably did say Atari would be at the top." Um, I mean, there are a lot of things that Xbox does better than PlayStation does, but not everything. And, you know, there's like that one subset of games they need to nail, and we've yet to see it, but we will. We will. Joe Roberts, thank you so much for the five. He says, the lady from Activision was making it seem as if the deal was done and everything was good. He's probably talking about Lulu, who I think they're really positive and they're really confident. And the chat is as well, because I think 93% of you voted that you think this thing's going to pass. But Jess Corden from Windows Central and Xbox 2, he, he has a podcast with some guy. I don't remember his name. But I don't remember his name either. Yeah. <laughs> Jez is like really pessimistic about it because he doesn't want all the fans to be let down and you, you never know what could happen. Spartan661 with a $5 says, My third PS2 died three months after we bought it. I threw that thing in the fire. So mad and I bought an Xbox and never looked back. Hard drive and Halo. And that's when he became a total Xbox and hated PlayStation forever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shill. Um, I'm trying to think back in the nineties, I had several Sony brand CD players just crap out on me. And I told myself long before there was a PlayStation, I'll never trust the laser system in a play in a Sony device ever again. And I stopped buying them. Um, but you know, that's not why I have an Xbox. Trail Robert says we listen because you all are awesome. Thank you so much trail for being here. And again, Thank you, everybody across the world. Meg, amazing. Meg's loving it, and I love it too. I, I, lo- I love it, man. I love it. I think it's it's what yeah. People say, you know, oh, Meg, you need to monetize this and monetize that and this and that. And I'm like, you know what? No, I don't. Because <laughs> when I go to sleep, I know that like it just like it's enough for me that people all over the world love my like like when I'm doing shows here or when I'm doing shows with Boom or when I'm releasing my videos or whatever I do that people all over the world are liking what I'm doing that's all that or hey me it doesn't matter you're still watching it the point is yeah is, is I've I've reached I've reached like my my grasp across the entire planet and that's enough for me you know what I'm saying it, it ain't about anything else it, it's just the fact if that you're I've creator been able to like, just you oops. know yeah no 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 that was it I was done I was done no if you're a creator like and it could be anything. If you build, bake, uh, craft, record, write, draw, anything. Like if you're a creator that makes stuff for people's eyes to see and like admire, and there's so many things people do. If you're one of those people, you understand what it means when you've got people a- around the state or around the world who check out what you do. We totally appreciate it. The guy J Dubes who was in the chat, like when he knew me back in 2011. I was just a guy on a forum and I remember some of our mutual fr- mutual friends would tell me, Colt, stop trying to make videos. You'll never go anywhere. And look at me. I'm here with mag, a guy from Canada. I've made it. I'm like at the top of the world. No, I love it. I appreciate it. Um, let me see one more bounce tuna with the well, freaking great name. Thank you for the five. He says, send California, USA, baby. Canada is out soccer. And he's talking about a soccer, uh, Thing. I don't know, but okay. maybe Mag does. It's, it's okay. When when Canada loses, I go to my default Italy, right? So you know, I'm, you know, mm. that's that's how I work. And then when they're out, then I just you know, then I just casually I casually watch in the corner and cry. Chat, do you ever do that when when something goes wrong? Do I say, well, 
at least I still have my dog. You know, yeah. I, I've always been like that my whole life. It's like, oh, like if ABK like completely fails, I'll say, well, at least I still have my family. I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Noob Cybot. He said, uh, yeah, he said, so he goes, just world, just world influence and domination. That's all I want. He put a quote. He said, it's what I said. I don't ask for much, just world influence and domination. So let me give you guys a little light at the end of the tunnel. You know, Lena Khan was the one whose team spearheaded this. We're going to stop Microsoft from buying the world right now. She is under, oh, shout out to gaming forte for showing up in the chat. I love, I love that guy. He is so awesome. He says, Colt. Tell me, thank you in Swahili. Appreciate you. I don't know Swahili, but I love Gaming Forte. He's incredibly amazing. Oh, his heart is like this big. I I, I miss talking to him. Ah, oh, dang it. Last time I think we hung out was when Fortnite Season 5 came out. That's far too long. Okay, let me... Lena Khan is under fire right now. So this is a nice light at the end of the tunnel because people are starting to take notice that the FTC has had skewed a skewed uh take on microsoft and consumers listen to this lena Khan's policies this is uh from an article I, I read today from i don't have it up i'm so sorry i i thought i grabbed it lena Khan's cons policies hurt our checkbooks our pocketbooks before her tenure at the ftc she became famous for writing a paper where she complained that amazon's prices were too low. The anti-consumer approach seems to have carried over to her tenure at the FTC. So now she is <laughs> under fire from the Congress, from Congress withholding information and documentation that they have asked her to uh, reveal in these different proceedings she's been dealing going through, and she's been holding pretty strong uh, and being not very. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not like a government. I don't know all this stuff, but she's been holding information from the Congress and they've been on her case, uh, which is not a good look when the FTC is no. in the middle of a huge legal battle with one of the biggest tech companies in the world. Um, yeah, I, yes. Chiral, uh, 1217 says that she's in danger of being hold, held in contempt, uh, if yes. she doesn't deliver these documents. So something damaging or I don't know, Mag, what do you know about this? Have you looked into uh, it? Or no, first time I, I hearing did, it? I did. I don't know. I, I knew about it. I knew about it this morning. Uh, but the thing is at this point, it's not going to affect the outcome of ABK because the ABK outcome has already been decided. This is just a smear. This is just a smear on the character of the person that they're dealing with. Now, the thing is, like I said, it will not affect the decision. By the way, Forte, Asante Sana, uh, anybody knows uh, that, that Swahili uh, thank you is Asante, like my dear friend K Asante. Go follow K Asante, by the way. Uh, check Good out guy. his YouTube yep. channel and us, yes, and us on Primetime Gaming on Wednesdays. Anyways, back to the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> After <laughs> these messages, we yeah, ride we'll, back. Exactly. Yep. Um, here's the thing is that there's nothing they could do at this point. So people are bringing it up. It's interesting. But at this point, it's a non-story because the decision's been made already, right? So it just shows you, you know, a another angle of the kind of character you're dealing with and the kind of, you know, the way that they're operating. Obviously, the heat's on with the FTC, but this is not going to... Now, actually, I'm going to take that back. This will have an effect because if Microsoft attempts to make another merger later on in the future, 
they could be facing the same people again. And if their and if their character has already been smeared and their actions have already been held in contempt, this could be an issue for them going forward, where it does challenge uh, the the um, uh, their leadership, the leadership of the FTC. And you see that that's already happening. The Republicans are starting to, are, you know what I mean? They're starting to bear down on them with what's going on. They're appointing people now uh, into the position, right? Uh, because remember, both Republicans left. Right. So, yeah, yeah, there this could this could have an effect down the road, assuming that they're still there. But I, I would say that at some point, uh, if this continues, there's going to be a vote of no confidence for Lena Khan in the position of uh, position that she's in. They're going to remove her. I already said that the boom. Anyway, I said that to him like six months ago. I said she won't even last the year. Uh, but hey, and you know what? She's 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 proven the magret. I wish there was uh, some odds in Vegas. I could have thrown some dollars down. But anyways, that's not the case. But the point is, is that there's nothing that would affect this case, but it could have an effect in the future, especially, like I said, uh, when it deals with their public face moving forward. So who knows? It's an interesting little story, though. Right. And yeah, it shows, and it's, I mean, they're all scumbags. They're all scumbags at the end of the day. Politicians, I don't care who you are. They're all scumbags. Okay. So yeah. I mean, it's, it's it is. It does shady crap. It does completely. I mean, we kind of brought it up like a political discussion, but really you should, you should be bouncing all of this past into what is their approach to Xbox? When I ask a simple question, like how does Xbox owning Activision Blizzard and King harm competition? And really, as fans, and or as people who who talk about this stuff or content creators, we should be asking ourselves: How could Xbox ruin competition or make it anti-competitive or anti-consumer? And that um, we we have to break it down to: Xbox allows their games on most of their devices, on most every device under their ecosystem. Game Pass and the way you can buy their consoles is the most value-driven thing and they're not doing it because they're friends you know they're not doing it because they're friends with us xbox says hey we can provide a value and an alluring business uh or a alluring consumer option for customers and they like that and they'll pay money for us and they'll they'll make money for us so i i we can't we're not blind i want to say over and over xbox is not doing this buy an abk to be nice to us they're doing it because they can provide a lot of stuff to us that makes us want to go i want to crack my wallet and i want in i want to buy these or i want to subscribe to this it's money they're here they're here to make money they're not here to buy your breakfast now what's evil about playing the devil's advocate what's evil about xbox owning abk can you come up with any viable uh and chat help us out like what could possibly be construed as evil for them owning one of the biggest publishers among i would say they're one of the biggest among like the top 10 publishers abk you know what the thing is Colt? i don't think it's that the, that it's uh um, you know making uh, being part of the merger sorry <laughs> i couldn't get the words out uh purchasing abk is not inherently evil i think that what some people are getting at which i don't think they're portraying properly or they're, they're at least they're not explaining themselves properly i think that there's the there's the option of being evil down the road. And I think that's what a lot okay. of people are talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm not defending like. either way. I'm just, I'm just presenting what I think other people are talking about. Like, for example, people say, okay, well, purchasing the company is not inherently evil. All right? You just purchase the company. That's fine. You said everything's okay. going to go. What if? And I, okay. think that, I, think there's, I think there's a lot of what ifs out there. And that's <laughs> where a lot of people get into that, you know. Uh, I don't want to say conspiracy because a lot of that stuff is just, you know, uh, but what I do want to say is that is that people could say, well, what if they guide them? And then all of a sudden they just shut it all down and just say, forget it. You get nothing. 
you did which is irrational and ridiculous. I mean, but I'm just come saying, on, come up with something okay. that actually would work, like them shutting this it down not, with them closing off a money pipeline. But exactly. you're, you're, you're getting there. It's not me saying this, by the way, Chad. Don't think uh, you know. <laughs> don't, don't think it's like Mag, you idiot. It's not me saying that. These are I'm some of the narratives you've heard online. I've I listened to every podcast. I have heard that. They'll just shut them all down like they do all their other studios. Right. And it doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? Why would you shut? Why would you turn away money? It doesn't make any sense. But there are people that have the irrational fear that that they're going to purchase ABK. And now let's say you only are able to afford a PlayStation. Okay. You bought the one console and that's all there is to it. You don't have the money to get into anything else. Okay. I'm just saying this, this is theoretical. That being the case. Now what ends up happening is they're like, oh, no, th- that's it. I'm never going to get the play called. These are irrational fears. They have squashed those fears. They have openly spoken about it multiple times. That they say, We're not removing anything from anywhere. Now, the only thing that doesn't help is that when you look at some of the Bethesda stuff, especially that came out in court, like, like, like Indy Jones and things like that, uh, which presumably would have been multiplied at one point, right? And all yep, of a sudden yep. now, they're, so now they're exclusive, right? So now people are using that as a weapon and saying, you see, they did it right there with Indy, and now they're going to do it with ABK. But I mean, the other thing is, too, then there's the part. Let's just say for argument's sake they closed off, I don't know, 30% of the products, and they end up being exclusive on Xbox. 30% out of the, out of the 100% of ABK uh, output of games. Let's say they close off 30% and make it exclusive. What is stopping you from being able to play that 30% on your tablet? Or on your smart TV, or on your phone. For or Call of Duty free. goes to the goes to the next Nintendo console, which is uh, which is the reality. Yeah, right. And actually, that opens the door because Nintendo players right now are not playing Call of Duty on Nintendo on the Switch, right? So the fact that now you actually now you're getting it, so you're actually helping people out, right? So, but the thing is, let's say that thirty percent, which are going to be, you know, they're not going to be like. Call of Duty is not going to go exclusive or anything like that. So you're talking about those other games, whatever those are, that other 30% I'm talking about. You'll be able to play those on anything as long as you buy a controller and you pay for Game Pass for a month. Big I get that. I get you know that. I mean? <clears throat> and I get that. And like the Infinity Wars make Infinity Wars working on a new IP. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Blizzard working on a new IP. That would be probably exclusive. So that could be construed as evil because they're taking away games that PlayStation fans or PlayStation-only fans, would have access to on their PS5 because now that game's exclusive because Xbox bought them. The other evil thing that I hear a lot that actually is more prevalent is that Xbox buys ABK and then raises the price of Game Pass. Now, they did this already. They already raised game price price, by $1 to $2 per month before ABK closed because they said they wouldn't Microsoft already did an evil thing and raised prices. Rosen? Is that the right word? Rosen? Risen and did it? Raisin. That's the word. <laughs> they already raised in prices before they even were allowed to own ABK. So that in itself is evil. They also raised the price of consoles for Xbox everywhere in the world but in North America. So those right. are evil things. But you and I are asking, what other things could they do that are evil? Like raise their price of games again? No, no, nah. You know what they think? What they did when they raised the game price? Um, when they uh, raised the price of Game Pass, they did that preemptively so that they could say to the, you know, they could say to the court, "Okay, we won't raise them for another five years. We promise." 
because they've already done it, right? So they've, they've already raised it now. So it was a preemptive yeah. sort of thing. By the way, sour blow, you say hi to Colt, you don't say hi to me. That's unbelievable. That's like going to a party, going to a cocktail party, and you walk around with your martini. You see Colt and I standing there having a discussion. And you say hi to Colt, you walk away. Say hi to Mag sometime too, man. <laughs> well, I love here's, here's Mag's analogies. That's like coming to X, X and C chat and saying hi to Colt, not saying hi to me. I'm like, Mag, that's oh. what he did. Yeah, but it's a good analogy, and I like it. Sour blow, say hi to Mag now, please. I'm not going to ask nice again. Now we appreciate Sour Blow. I've been on uh, shows with him up, as well. Good, yes. good, good guy. What's going on? What's um, going on? I'm a, but you know what though? I'm not. You know what? Uh, risk it wherever you are in the chat. I know you're skulking around there somewhere. His video was good, Mag. His, I, I, you, I know. I know. Take I know. it from I me. Watch, I watch stuff. Hey, I, I'm subscribed to him. He I'm shaved his beard off. He shaved his beard off. Like. <laughs> I think it was because I was calling him uh, Jack Black too much. I think he was getting into him. I I'll bet you anything. When he shaved that beard off, he turned around to get something, and he thought there was like a evil critter in his bathroom. Ah! Oh, oh, that's my beard. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. He's like, oh, Mag's gonna make fun of me now. <laughs> Kanga dudes. It's not gonna be fair dinkum. I'll tell you that. Sorry, Your yeah. Australian Anyways. sounds like uh, sort of sounds I like Jason Statham. Dude, I've been talking for an hour and twenty five minutes. I, I like I I, I, I I can't do the accents after that. I, everything starts falling apart. But you, if have, you, to, catch you have to get in the character. And and well, I can't do it when we're doing in the middle of a show and someone's like, Hey, read this in an accent. I'm like I can uh, do it, but you have to catch me in the morning once I'm well rested again. Yeah, the voice is starting yeah. to go. Anyways, yeah. carry uh, on. Fantas Archer, thank you so much for the five says your opinion on what happens if the FTC wins given the latest news on the Lena Khan investigation. Wish we would have read that a minute ago, but Mag nailed it. Like Lena Khan's investigation has zero bearing on. Well, I mean, it would it wouldn't even if the decision wasn't already made. I think that's not even in the same realm. But it, the reason why we brought it up, right, Mag, is that it kind of it solidifies what we're already thinking that the whole thing was in bad faith from to begin with. So, Fan, Fantas Archer, thank you for that one. Matthew Bar- Barrios says, also known as Decatron. Decatron, transform and roll out. By the way, Rise of the Beast was a great movie. I loved it. I need to watch it. I heard it was awesome. It was great. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. It takes place in 94, so it's a sequel to Bumblebee. And uh, it just... So you, oh, you know how, like... Okay. So you know how Bumblebee had all the I loved Bumblebee movie. Yeah. You're right. Well, say again. So 94. So now this takes place in 94, and all of the music is all 90s hip-hop. So, it, like, it literally, the opening credits is Wu-Tang Clan, and then, oh, it, like, man. it goes into, like, yes, it goes into, like, Diggable Planets and um, and a Tribe Called Quest and all that cool stuff. Oh, it's that's all great. In there. And I was like, and even LL Cool J and all that kind of, all the music is awesome. But the, the movie's a lot of fun. Anyways, carry on, sorry. Oh, cool. Well, I'm going to go check it out. I asked my son, I'm like, you want to watch Transformers? He's like, not really. Actually, He's so honest. So honest this, with me. It's uh, it's um, it's a video on demand tomorrow. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, uh, Matthew Barrios or Decatron says, uh, "Thank you guys for what you do. Here's five bucks because I love it. Also, I'm a little behind, but if Sarah Bond wants a photo, you do it. Haters be damned. Uh, Sarah Bond is incredibly awesome, and she's just a human being, and she's in a great position where she gets to work with amazing video game creators. So I have much respect for her, and." Uh, I would guarantee you, Meg, if any of these guys were able to get next to some of the people that create games on whatever platform they love, they'd go, hey, here we go, because I got a picture of Shoe, and I, I shared that, and people were like, Ponybot confirmed. 
Hey man, so, I, lo- I love I love Sarah Bond. I think she's a great person, and uh, it, well, I have uh, I have feelings that she's going to be the next CEO after Phil. So that's just me. So there is a rumor that she's supposed to take over and fully manage ABK if they win if they win the company. That would I make don't, sense. I don't because, believe uh, that, but I don't know. Do you think it works? Well, yeah, because uh, what's his name there? Uh, the Wizard of Oz. There is uh, they're going to give him the golden parachute and throw him out the window. So. He's going to be gone. So, yeah, that would make sense that she would uh, – you know, I think that that's a preemptive stepping stone to what she's eventually going to be taking Phil's job when he retires. When he I retires. That, yeah, and of course, I think – Phil, Phil just spit out his coffee right now and go, he's going, when I retire. I mean, Phil said he was going to – he wants to launch one more console. So, Phil's got another five years probably before he even yeah. wants to even think about leaving. And at that point, that's what, you know, that's what I'm saying I'm saying down the road. I'm not talking about like tomorrow. I'm talking about like yeah. five to ten years from now. Hundred percent, she could be the CEO of of uh, of um, of uh, gaming for Xbox. Hundred percent, hundred percent, I could see it. She's got that leadership. She's got it. You know it. And, and she's, she's really it. she's really super funny. When we were talking to her at the mixer, my wife said, "You're you're really good." She's like, "You should take over Phil's job when he leaves." And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" To my wife, I elbowed her and. And Sarah goes, oh, my gosh, will you tell Phil you said that? Will you tell Phil that for me? Will you put in a good word? <laughs> we were laughing so hard. Like, she took it in stride. She's so funny. Uh, but I think there's a part of her is like, am I going to make it in this crazy industry? Uh, she's a really good person. But these, these they're real normal people. And yeah, I'm glad we've been able to meet them. So she's got leadership talk. qualities. She does. She does. If I Listen, I, I said at the boom, we were talking about her. And I said, listen, if, if she was working for my company, I would 100% put her in the position of power because I can spot these people from a mile away. All right, I could spot people that, that have that leadership, that have that, you know what I mean, that people will follow this person. I said, you know what, this one. And that's why I handpick all my, all my people, right? I handpick all of them. 100% I put her in charge. And, and I, and I, I you can tell. Without, without even you can just tell. So anyways, carry on. I I actually like that because I am not one of those type of people, and I've been in my jobs where I look at someone, I'm like, that guy is totally going to be a manager, like my peers that I work with. So I can just tell because they they're by the book. They I, there's just like something about. I also wonder in my job, like, why am I not a manager? Oh, that's right, because I make I crack jokes in their meeting, or uh, <laughs> I'm not a good person. I don't know. I'm asking the chat right now. Are you a console warrior? Be honest. And I don't mean like die hard, like, you know, if, you, if you're not with me, you're against me. But do you find yourself in arguments online? Do you find yourself defending your platform whenever anybody says something that you know is wrong? I, I'm a classic Michael J. Fox from um, Back to Future 2 and 3 where he's like, nobody calls me chicken. Nobody needles. And I, I'm, almost, I'm like that, like, nobody says something wrong about xbox when i have the right answer right here and i'll and i'll 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 attack that but i want to ask you mag uh on the last thing here is if abk passes if xbox owns them is the console war going to go nuclear nuclear this week what do you expect i hundred percent hundred percent it will it's going to get real quiet uh on one side of the fence for for like about a week uh, as the show, and this is if it goes through, okay? It's going to be real quiet for about a week, and it's going to be a little bit downtrodden. And then once the ranks start, you know, gathering steam again, 
in about a week and a half, two weeks from now, then the then then the then this crap is going to start piling up and it's going to start coming out again, and then it's going to get real nasty because and and I keep telling guys this, and I, I, I'm telling everybody this by the way, Xbox fans specifically, I've been talking to them and I'm like, listen, guys, gals, don't do what other people are doing. If they win, if they get this thing and they do what they do, don't be a jackass. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Don't do that. Do not stoop to those levels. Don't be rude. Don't be obnoxious. Don't want to be happy. There's no problem with being happy. <laughs> Colt. <laughs> Colt's next video. I won. All you, it, it's going to be a picture of him dressed up as the emperor from Star Wars, and it's going to say ultimate power and like all lightning shooting out of his hands. Yeah. So, uh, wait, listen, are you. Don't be I, that I, person, okay? Don't. I can't. Are you saying level. I'm not allowed to? No, or? not you. You can do whatever you want. I'm talking about everybody in the chat. Listen to this now. Be That's happy. Not be fair. supportive. Be excited. Be be excited. Be happy. Be like, yay! Don't do that. Don't be. Don't stoop to those levels. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold hold the phone. All as right. we said in the '90s, All hold right. the freaking phone. If this thing passes, you're not going to make Ponymaster 420 video that is going to take you to the upper echelons of fame and, and, and wonder? Maybe. Maybe. If there's something <laughs> really funny about it, yes. But it has to be funny. I'm not just going to do it just to be or whatever. I'm not going to be toxic. And that, I, I saw somebody in the chat. It's like it Mag's a pony again. Uh, no, I'm not a pony for crying out loud. But I'm just saying, when you know, like, like take that whole kung fu style. You know what I mean? Yeah. When just yeah. because somebody just because somebody shoves you and you're you just happen to be like you know a fourth a fourth Dan uh, you know black black belt in in Taekwondo, you don't have to take the guy out and break nine you know break nine bones in his body. A lot of those people just back off and just be like it's okay and just be the peaceful one. But be happy and be celebrate, have fun, post things on Twitter, be excited, do it. You know what I mean? It's a big win for the community, and that's and it's a good thing. But keep it positive. Don't be toxic like some of those toxic idiots I've seen okay. on, the, on the Twitter Twitter spaces. Some of the people that make those really obnoxious podcasts where they're just where like it's just so toxic and awful. Like it's just with all that. I mean, I don't mind swearing and stuff like that and whatever. But there's a lot of derogatory talk in there. A lot of like horrible things that people say. This like really awful things and really really toxic. Don't stoop to those levels. Stay away from those clowns. Be positive. Be happy. And be excited that you, as a customer and as an Xbox fan, are going to have a great future. Right? And a great future in entertainment. Sorry, excuse me. I should, I should rephrase that. Great future in entertainment because, you know, it's not going to change your future. It's just going to make your entertainment a hell of a lot more exciting and better for you. And that's a great thing. So keep wow. it like that. What a great, I, wonderful, wholesome speech from Mag. He sets a great example for us to celebrate in a positive way because we have a good thing going for us if this thing passes and to not be toxic. That's what I got from Meg's. Now, now it's yeah. my turn. Go. If we win this ABK thing, I want you guys to go out there and tell those ponies where to stick. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, you know, dead time in the chat says that, that Gaz will, will unleash a river of sauce. Uh, there will be some fun to be had. Um, I'm going to figure out how to ride that line of being a decent. There's do Doc it. Darks in the chat right now. He goes, don't be toxic. It's like, Doc, you have full you have you have the whole highway, all every lane. You just this, take it take it with with all full speed, Doc, and just have a good time. 
find that line of, of um, you know, it'd be toxic, Dark. You, you, you'll be able to have a good time with it. No, they're on the jet charge. It's, yeah, I know. Fizz Pain, I, I, I saw what you wrote. No, trust me, bro. I know you're just joking around, but trust me, it ain't soft. That's hard because it's way more difficult to be calm and cool. Uh, then to, you know what I mean? Then to be the hothead. It, Trust me, I faced a lot of scraps in my time, and a lot of and a lot of negative stuff. And I've had, I've even had a gun pointed at my face a few times. Right? It's not a pleasant experience. And there's no, a lot of those probably not. Could, Jeez. No, it's not. It's not a pleasant thing. Uh, but you know what? I could easily have taken out at least 25 people without even a, without even a blink of an eye with whatever. But the point is, it's not the way you do it. The way you do it is you walk away. And be happy because that now, pisses them off even more. And let me tell you something. You want to get back at people? Just be happy and positive. My God, people hate that. It, it, like, do videos of you dancing with ice cream and holding hands. That'll drive, like, the the the, the toxic – I almost said some of the names. I'm not going to say that. It'll drive <laughs> the toxic people insane. Well, okay, let me – hold on. Do that. Do that. Hold on. That's like, funnier. I get it, Mag. Like, because the majority of my content is, like, positive – talk about gaming in general like uh, that that would pretty much be almost all of it even when i bashed like um big prominent sites or journalists i do it super respectfully i never take a shot at them i just say here's what so-and-so said here's why they're not right or here's why they're wrong and i I do it without calling names now i watch people like oh no it's alex that will insult people and it's really really fun but i also have to say being one of the Xbox guys on on YouTube among some really greats that and Azakers in the chat he'll tell you every day that I deserve everything I get because I'm always out there like poking the bear stirring the pot but I get some pretty horrid horrid DMs people that I have I have lists of people muted that if I ever go and look at those they call me idiot moron fraud paid shill you know and that's just me that's just me sending those messages that's not even the that's not even the that's not even the toxic guys that's just me right that's before just the show mag and his main account yeah and of course i gotta say the flip side in a second but of course if this thing goes through like i'm super tempted to say you guys can suck on it until you get to the marrow because i'm so sick and tired of your crap but also let me take the flip side it is very so possible that this thing will get blocked and Xbox will completely walk away and it will be either way. It's a war zone, right? Whatever the decision is, but as an Xbox fan, those of you who are here, thank you so much. Uh, well, let me say the, uh, the 44% that admitted their console warriors being online on forums or comment sections or whatever is if this thing does not go through, they will take it. They will use it as a, burning lava insult no matter what you say you could you could make a post to say i'm really enjoying fist on game pass and they would say like you got fisted from the abk thing what what (laughs) jesus yeah it's gonna be bad it's gonna be bad no matter what it's gonna be ugly man it's gonna be ugly like i said i'm only gonna make a video if there's something really funny or at least i think is funny comes out of it like someone really goes off the deep end and does something ridiculous then i'll make fun of that because that's kind of funny but i'm I'm not gonna engage in people in a negative like like you know what i mean the negative fashion by the way a lot of people are asking me they're like damn meg what, what have you been doing out in these streets listen 
when you are a restaurant owner and you're and you get big time in the restaurant industry, you deal with a lot of shady stuff over the years. Yeah. And it's not that and it's not that you want to deal with those things. It's just those things happen. They just come to you because unfortunately, a lot of those shady people are involved in that business. And when you're involved in that business as long as I have, I've seen a lot of stuff go down, okay? So, you know, that's just the way it goes. But and anyway. it's made you the dude you are today. Well, now I'm a corporate guy and the family man and everything else. And I was never involved in that stuff anyway. I was always just kind of there. But it's just like, you know, sometimes you're just a victim of circumstance. But either way, I haven't, you know. Anyway. In other Point words, is- Mag was like, that's not my switchblade. No, no, no. That's the, yeah, just <laughs> like I said, you stay out of those businesses. But unfortunately, a lot of those people control. Go ahead. Dust it for Prince. Like, Go ahead. Where do you get the where do you get the booze from? Where do you get you know who do you think owns all those rackets and all those things? Oh, it's okay. all owned by okay. very specific types of people. So you know it's uh, it's a dangerous game. Anyways, enough of that. <laughs> like I said, guys, stay positive, have fun, crack a few jokes. Confirm, Mag is in the cartel, but we'll just leave it here amongst you know just fifteen hundred of our closest friends. <laughs> we'll keep Fire that quiet. Uh, Sour blow, our good friend. He says, uh, Mag. I'll do one better than say hi. I'll throw a $5 like I was in a strip club, by the way. Colt, where's Ooh. my check? Well, we've yet to be paid for Microsoft Sour Blow. Gamer by Choice says, let us compete and be messy. Laugh out loud. Will we be messy? Let's take some of Mag's um, gonna be advice. Fun. Yeah. Listen, have some fun with it. Just don't be like nasty talk. Just don't by the make way, personal blow. attacks on people. Like, that, yeah, Sorry, that's, put- that's it right there. That's that's all I have to say is like you can be messy, you can celebrate it, you can gloat, but don't make personal attacks on people. That's fine. Like yeah. that's that's I think that's where it goes. Spartan has another two dollar. Thank you, Spartan. He says, don't don't what? No, I what can't is- read it. He said, don't don't send inappropriate pics to get your way. Hold the line. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine pl- a PlayStation fan sending inappropriate pictures to get his way with the FTC in more ways than one. Crisis uh, 17, 11, thank you for the five, says, I got a whole generation of crap I took from the ponies during the Xbox One era. We're charging over here. See, I mean, it's bound to happen. Dean Rivera, thank you for the five, he says, two docs were filed not long ago so far. I'm refreshing the page to see one that, uh, that matters is posted. Same, I am been refreshing it all throughout the show. So if the news dropped, we could talk about it immediately. So far, I'll refresh again. Uh, nada. Uh, and I know none of my people are talking either. So there's nothing yeah. really going on. By the way, Sour Blow, I took your $5. I put it in my thong. Uh, carry on. <laughs> Didn't you see me stand up and I just adjusted? That's no. what I did. I wasn't adjusting my pants. I was putting the $5 into my thong and carrying on with my day. So anybody else wants to make it rain, go ahead. Uh, you know, <laughs> The Mags only fans have started. It's after 930. Kids are in bed. So, you know, it's time to party. Carry on, Colt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, we got two more. Turtle Shadow says, are you saying to stop hey. having beef with the ponies? Beef no. Master Cog says the same thing, but sometimes we have to protect our favorite plastic grills. And shout out to Cog and Eternal Shadow, of course. Shout out to Cog for being stand-up on the thing. You know, he he has also taught me not to fight with people. He's been really pushing hard to say, you know, just don't even engage with them. And I did really good for about a year. Uh, and lately, I've, I occasionally just say, you know what? Shut up. One more from Dove. He said, thank you for the five. He says, sorry to hear all this negativity you and the others have been getting lately. Just knowing you all, definitely appreciated. Keep doing what you're doing. And we do appreciate that um, And from everybody around the world. You guys are amazing. Hargeet Chani says, well, technically, they were sending Hargeet. <laughs> he, says, <laughs> he says, if they're sending inappropriate pics, they're kind of holding the line. 
yeah, they're holding something, those guys. I'll tell you what, you know, I think we, I think we do have the best community, and we were going to have a shorter show today, and this went kind of longer than I expected, but Meg, thank you so much for having a good time with me, and hopefully we get that news next couple hours. Until the meantime, what do you have to say for yourself? Mag. Okay, yeah, you are muted. Hold on. Maybe? Wow, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, now you're back now. I, uh, sorry, All chat. Discord has been cutting out his mic on my end, but you could still hear him sometimes. It's happened a couple times during the show, and I was able to keep up. Really but uh, <laughs> So anyways, what I'm going to say, which was really, really nice. Yeah. I was just trying to say that uh, it was a great show. We broke some records. I'd like to see even more people. And like I said, 2,000. I want to see 2,000. The show is going to be the norm at some point. And uh, once again, uh, chat, you guys have been amazing. Colt, you're amazing. Uh, we, it, it's been such a great time doing all this. And I got to say, I could put my head on my pillow every single night and smile knowing that even, you know, we give our time to do this kind of thing. And just to, just to know, just to go to bed every night and close my eyes and know that everybody around the world listening to the show is giving their time to listen to us and respect what we got to say is so humbling and so incredible. And I absolutely love every single one of you guys. So it's just amazing. And gals and everybody else around the world, you just guys are awesome. So anyways, great show. Hopefully we have some news for you, but there wasn't any news tonight. But, you know, keep our fingers crossed. We'll hear what's going on and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys uh, next week then. Thank you, Meg. And uh, isn't that kind of nice to know that you and I probably will never have to talk about this again? Like, if it dies, it dies. If it passes, we just will bring it up occasionally. Like, well, what? when do we get the first round of games? And that's where I really hope we're sitting at. And nice. yeah, <laughs> Squirrels yeah. says, mute him again. You will love Mag. <laughs> Always. And shout out to Pushing Polygons for being the sponsor of the show. I didn't do any like business-related stuff other than reading out the channel members, but he's up on there in the corner. He's in the description if you want to check out his channel. Pushing, you need to get a hold of me so we can do our next session. Uh, let's do that this week uh, after I get my ABK video out. Hopefully that's going to happen. But, yeah, we really appreciate it. Um, we're also on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. Uh, I would go longer, but, oh, man, I'm exhausted, and hopefully... Oh, just give me a hug, everybody, and hopefully we just know everything will turn out okay tonight. You guys have been amazing. We're going to get out of here. We've taken up too much of your time. Go enjoy your games. Rev up to be toxic and absolutely – I mean, rev up to celebrate and have a good time. We're going to get out of here. Thank you, everybody. Mag, thanks again, bro. Good night, guys. All right, see ya.